The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Empowering Your Soul with Lisa Willette. If you're ready to make personal changes in your life and the lives of those around you, get ready for an hour of encouragement, enlightened guests, and engaging stories. Now, here is your host, Lisa Ouellette. Welcome to Empowering Your Soul. I'm your host, Lisa Ouellette. Today is October 24th, and I'm so excited to have with me today Dr. Amanda Romania. She is the um, she is also a show host on Voice America. Uh, she hosts a show called, excuse me, Akashic uh, Therapy, and she's a futurist, Akashic oracle, and soul artisan. And for the past decade, she's worked with indigenous elders and shamans on ritual and sacred site energy. She's has a master's degree from excuse me, master's degree in business from Durham University and a doctorate in metaphysics as well. Her sole mission is to support others on their spiritual journey towards ascension to create a positive global imprint. And her client list is international. She's written a lot of different books. Um, Akashic Therapy, 25 Instant Ways to Raise Your Spiritual Vibration in Life, Chasing Karma in High Heels, and Writing for My Soulmate. So Amanda also teaches individuals. She teaches and guides individual clients and groups in person from her fabulous Sedona, Arizona Soul Artisan excuse me, I'm sorry, so Artisan Sacred Studio and Writer Salon to engage their hearts and essences. Plus, she teaches how universal energy can be understood and applied to everyday life. Amanda coaches and mentors people and groups to open up their hearts and their minds to engage with their soul purpose and bring it into their everyday reality. So I'm so excited to have Amanda on my show today. So welcome to the show, Amanda. Thank you for being here with me today. Hi, Lisa. It's absolutely fabulous to be here with you, and thank you so much for hosting me, and a big hello to anyone out there who's listening. I'm yeah. talking to you live from here in Sedona. Excellent. I'm, I'm here in New Hampshire, and for those of you listening in today, I'm so sorry. I, I've been battling a cold for the past two weeks, and my voice is a little sketchy here, so just bear with me. Um, so, Amanda, could we start by telling people, there's a lot of people that might be out there that don't know what the Akashic Records are. Could you maybe share with, with everybody, the listeners, what those are? I would love to, yes. Well, what I found was that whilst I was helping people on sacred journeys and taking them through places in Egypt and taking them through places in Glastonbury and different sacred sites, I realized that people were really tapping into past lives and present lives and using lots of different modalities to do their healing, their clearing, or gain some clarity. And I actually wondered where this came from. And what I found with my research and one of the gifts that I was given in my spiritual practice is that we're able to tap into this etheric database, this etheric database of not just ourselves, but everyone else and everything else in the universe. You'll hear a lot of people talking about how we're all connected. And sometimes that gets a little bit mixed up. 
Right. And the reason that it is is because we're all connected on an energy level. We all come from that same pulse of energy that's way, way, way back, billions and billions of years ago. And if you think of that as an electrical pulse, just like a computer, we've all got these streams of connection back to it. And I like to call them timelines. Some people will call them Akashic streams. Akashic actually comes from the word, it's um, a word that means everything or ether or energy, something that you can't really see, but it's there. And once you tap into those Akashic records or those energy records, energy databases, it's exactly like a computer. You learn how to navigate, you read the apps, you read the emails, you read the signature programs, and then you can decide and make choices of, is that for your highest good? And if it's not, then you start to make changes. And that's where the therapy comes in. That's where you reach out to someone like myself to change what's in those records that may be holding you back from what you're really desiring to do in your life. Oh, that that's great information. I'm going to just give out the number here, too. If people want to call in to get a quick um, Akashic Records reading, I believe that um, you're going to be doing a few of those readings for us today, right? Absolutely. Um, what I normally do is it's a case that I go to my Akashic Oracle deck and whatever's coming through, I'll try and explain a little bit about what may be holding you back or maybe the, the challenge in your record. And then I give you a message from the Oracle that then you can go and work with yourself. I'm okay. very, very much about empowering people to do this themselves. Okay, so if you're listening in and you want to be one of the callers, the number is 866-472-5794. And we'll, you know, if you're one of the ones that calls in and does, and we don't get to you, or, you know, you can always catch Amanda at her website, www.amandaromania.com, and she's always taking new clients. So, um, you know, hopefully you'll get a reading today. But if not, you can always catch up with her there. So, Amanda, one of the questions that I had for you myself was, so when when you go into the Akashic Records, what are what are you seeing? Do you see a book? Is it a hallway? What does it look like to you? Well, what I found was that if we can navigate people in a visual sense, so first of all, we have to be in our hearts. We have to be in coherence with our hearts. I tried to go in for my personal method through a hypnotherapy method, but then I found a lot of people were, I guess, mentally placing their records into the order that they wanted. And what I found was that when people went into their heart, it was a very gentle, soft, engaging experience. And we do a visualization where we take them into a garden sanctuary. And then what I do is I have them meet their guardian, which may be a guardian angel, maybe a spirit guide, uh, a power animal even. And that guardian will act as their gatekeeper. When I used to take people into the pyramids and we would do sacred ceremony and the Great Pyramid on Giza Plateau um, in Egypt, what I found was that you have to be able, when you're taking people into another zone of the universe energetically, a little bit like energy remote viewing, I guess, you have to be able to take them there safely and then bring them back. So we place a gatekeeper in, someone that you're familiar with, that you feel safe with. And then we start to look around what's actually in this sanctuary garden. And sometimes I will help you see or find your Akashic book, which can look like um, an amazing (coughs) old book. Or sometimes people now are saying in this computers, something modern. People are saying it in the future. And we go into five key areas. We can go into your past lives. 
We can help you on an energetic level on your present life. It may be a relationship that you let go of 20 years ago, but they're still in your dreams. That's okay. because you haven't completed any contracts or karma with them. Ah, that makes sense. You can also go into the life between lives, which is where you go to when your soul transitions. A lot of people go there to find out what it is that they do in their job in the universe. Ah. And then there's future lives. So like the work of Edgar Cayce, he used to be very fascinated in where people went to in their next incarnation. So we can help you drop in there. And the final one is Cosmic Lives. Okay. Perfect. I those are that's awesome. I'm I'm hoping that there's going to be time for me to get some information. But um, we do have a caller on the line. We have Angela from New Hampshire. Hi, Angela. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you today? How can we help you? Um, I had just a couple questions. I I have been fascinated with the Akashic records for the longest time, and I really don't know a lot about them and I'm wondering how I can utilize that in my Reiki business. Great. I have a lot of Reiki students, a lot of Reiki masters that come through to me and have their Akashic Record readings. And mm-hmm. I would like to say my book Akashic Therapy that you can find on Amazon has a lot of simple tips if sometimes you're just wanting to read about this or look at it a little bit deeper. Oh, perfect. With a lot of the, what I call the healers and the light workers, what you can find in your Akashic Records is what gifts you had before. So there will be certain incarnations where you really reached a mastery in your life in a healing modality. And what you can also find is that if you've any blocks, you can find that sometimes we weren't as well received in the light worker or healing community past life, especially around the 1500s especially in places such as Europe. Um, A lot of us had to hide our gifts away. So what happens is in this lifetime, this present lifetime, you're reactivating a lot of your energy codes. You're reactivating a lot of that Reiki energy and you're bringing it forward. When you go into the Akashic Records, you can really remove any blocks and you can also help upgrade your energy because you can work with certain masters you can extend and you can really grow and take your Reiki practice to the next level, the next step. Wow, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I actually work and I'm taking over an amazing gallery here in Sedona. It's at the Atlantis Gallery. And we're actually going to be starting a school of ascension, which is really aimed at helping light workers step to the next level because we're all moving forward in consciousness. So what worked 10 years ago, we need to really bring through some more light energy that really helps people help people on their journeys. And that's one of the things I really believe you can find in your Akashic Record. Excellent. Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much. I hope that helped you a little bit, Angela. It does. Thank you. Oh, great. Thank you you for calling in. Connect with you. You're welcome. Take care. Thanks for listening, Angela. Um, Fascinating for me, too, because I do Reiki as well, and I have the a metaphysical practice as well. So that's great information I'm going to take forward for, for me as well. Um, oh, definitely, definitely. There are so many people with amazing, amazing healing codes within them. And I feel that personally, I feel that we haven't tapped into all of that, what I call Reiki energy that's out there. 
I think there's a lot of people out there that have they've been doing this for a long time and they're going, mm, what's next? Is there a little bit more that I could work with? And sometimes finding that signature that's personal to them, it just takes their whole practice and their business to the next level, which is what I guess their clients are also waiting for. Absolutely, absolutely. Do, do you know, um, can you tell... Obviously, this is, you know, the Akashic Records, every soul has their own special blueprint, right? There's no two souls alike. There's no two blueprints alike. Um, Do you do you see like a repetition of male or female lives when you go in to look at the Akashic Records? Like, can you tell if a person has repeated more lives as a male or more lives as a female? Does that show up? Yes, yes. When I first started to do this, it was really interesting because like anything that you gain through your spiritual practice and your journey, sometimes you're a little bit blindsided. Like a lot of psychics here in Sedona, we will always say, you know, I just can't read for myself. I just didn't see that coming. And I've had that happen. (laughs) Yeah. What I found in Egypt was that as people were going through their past life connections in the temples of Egypt, I was also seeing that as well. I would see their faces change. I would see their persona change. And I thought I was actually in the past life with them. Oh, that was fascinating. Because I could tap into that timeline energy stream, that Akashic record, what was actually happening was I was about 10, 15 seconds in front of them which is actually really interesting because that's how the heart actually operates. The heart operates 10, 15 seconds ahead of time, which is a strange concept to get your mental ability around. But what was happening was I was seeing it before them. And I realized that, no, I couldn't be on all these timelines. There's no physical way. I would be coming down all of those different timelines and lifelines. So what I found was I was seeing these people in their records. And that's where I would Ah. notice it's male or female. And it was really interesting. The other day I was reading with a, um, she's a master healer out in Peru. I work all over the world. Skype's so amazing. And I saw this whole overlay of um, what I described with Yogananda energy over the front of her. And that's how I could see that she'd actually gone through his school. She'd been in his ashram. So sometimes taking yourself out and then saying to spirit, okay, I'm open to see and hear and feel. You can see some amazing things. Well, I'd be fascinated if you if you would like to share with me. I would love to know if you see anything specific about, a, you know, anything in my Akashic records. I don't necessarily have a specific question, but do I need mm-hmm. to have a specific question? Um, not really. What I would say is there's a couple of key messages that are coming through with you. And one of your big things in this lifetime, one of your big contracts that you're working through and you're working with is very much helping people take care of their physical well-being, going through levels of purification. And what I'm saying for you is I'm actually saying for you a lifetime, and it's interesting, it's connected with what I call a Celtic energy. So it's very much in with that elemental energy. And I'm seeing you in a space where um, lots of green around you, lots of trees around you, but you're very involved in that herbal medicine and you're actually helping people, what we call, purify themselves before they step forward. Oh, this is interesting. So I also have you helping a lot in um, 
in that sort of, I would call it that Irish Celtic energy, preparing people for war. Now, this would have oh, wow. been um, an interesting lifetime, and they would have called on you. It's almost like purifying their warriors before they stepped forward. What oh, wow. Show, sorry? I said, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. What they're showing me is when um, warriors stepped forward in those times, because I'm getting this around the 1100s, I'm getting you female, and what I'm actually seeing is that you're purifying these people ready that if they perish or they tra- they transform on the battlefield, that their soul will go to a special place. So they look to you for that, what I call leadership, and that softness, um, oh, that gentleness. That's, so oh, that's fantastic. When you're in this lifetime, sometimes what can happen is that comes back is you feel that you need to be a leader in helping people not necessarily transition to the other side, but definitely transition through their spiritual journey, especially light workers that are warriors. Warriors for, say, Archangel Michael. They're warriors for peace. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that with me, Amanda. That actually resonates deep within me. I got goosebump confirmation while you were saying that. So I love it. (laughs) Good. And that's how it will sometimes come in. If I try to sometimes, like anyone that's working in the different clairaudient, clairvoyant zones, if you try to sometimes preempt it, um, so sometimes it will come in as a little trail of a story and then boom, boom. It's like a picture and I just have to describe what I see. And then... Leave it up to that person to see how it resonates with them. Oh, perfect! That's fantastic. I I'm gonna I'm gonna integrate that into what you know what I'm doing as well too. So um, I know we just got notified that we have another caller, but we have to um, we have to take a commercial break. So I think we will. Um, We'll stop here for a quick moment, and then when we come back, we'll take our next caller. So Amanda's been wonderful enough to share with us, you know, some information as we're on our path here on in our Akashic Records. It's fascinating to know. Um, and again, if you want to reach her, www.amandaromania.com. And again, excuse me, I apologize for my hoarse voice here, but if you want to be, if you're not able to listen in live, you want to catch any of these repeat shows, you can catch them on my website, www.lisawillette.com. I have a radio show tab there. You can listen in there. You can catch them on the Voice America website as well and um, replays. So we'll be back right after this commercial break. Stay tuned. is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Lisa Ouellette is honored to assist you as you move forward from imprisonment to empowerment. Individual intuitive sessions are available in person, by telephone, or via Skype. Visit www.lisawillette.com. While there, you can also find information about one-hour and half-hour Reiki sessions, life coaching, and tuning into your intuition classes. These classes will help you learn to trust your intuition and tune into yourself more easily. Mention that you heard about us on Empowering Your Soul and receive 10% off your next session. Visit lisawillette.com today. We all hold a spiritual database, as it were, within our hearts and souls. But at times, it can be difficult to access this resource. On Akashic Therapy, unlock the records of your soul. 
host Amanda Romania will help you to tap into this valuable part of our subconscious. Once you've done this, you can open up your life to a far greater happiness like you've never experienced before. Become a messenger for change and a higher purpose. Tune in to Akashic Therapy, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You are listening to Empowering Your Soul. To reach Lisa Willette, you may send an email to lisawillette at comcast.net. That's lisawillette at comcast.net. Now, back to Empowering Your Soul. Welcome back to Empowering Your Soul. If you're just tuning in now, I'm your host, Lisa Willette, and today I'm speaking with Amanda Romania. She is an Akashic Oracle. She she has a book called Akashic Therapy, and um, she's being gracious enough to give some readings on the Akashic Records to callers calling in. And I apologize, right before the break, we got a call from Lindsay. So welcome back, Amanda. Thank you again for being here today. Thank you, Lisa. It's wonderful to be here. Yeah, we have a caller, Lindsay, on the line. Lindsay from New Hampshire. Hi, this is Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. How can I help you with the oracle this morning? Um, I guess I'm just looking to get some um, insight into um, current relationships and just kind of where I'm at um, as I have um, really been kind to trying to live off the new moon coming yesterday, but just looking for some in- insight into um, what's what's in store for the future. Okay. When we're looking at relationships, what can often happen, um, especially in our present lives, sometimes we can be tangled with what we call vows of previous incarnations. Um, okay. So sometimes you'll meet someone and you have this intense relationship with them and you think, oh my goodness, this is what it's meant to be. And then we look a little bit deeper and what we find is that that person has actually been part of one of our soul connections. They're not necessarily there to be what we call a love or an intimate relationship. So sometimes things can get a little bit confusing. What I do have coming through for you, and it's very interesting because it's almost like a thunderbolt. So it means that if, um, are you in a relationship at the moment? Um, Yes. Okay, well, there's something coming through where you're looking at possibilities, you're looking at things, you're looking at options. With this um, relationship, what I have got is what we call a mirror situation, a projection situation. So whatever you're looking for and seeing in that person, you'll also be looking at and seeing in yourself. Okay? Okay. And what was your question about them? Um, I guess so in the process of kind of um, looking forward to possibly changing relationships here and there, um, just in terms of the current relationships that I'm in and and moving forward and what that's going to look like. So you're asking um, if there's going to be a change of relationship for you? Yes. There's a thunderbolt coming. There's a thunderbolt coming. Um, You may feel that you're looking at a little bit of this isolation, but what's happening for you um, looking why that would happen is we're looking at a focus. We're looking at what you want. We're looking at your contracts with compassion. And when we say compassion and clear audience, we mean that you're what I call upgrading your skill. And what you'll be looking for is a match in someone that's looking for that also. 
but there's definitely a thunderbolt of a relationship and different possibilities coming for you. Um, time will tell when how that comes through, but if you said to me, was there something new on the horizon, then I would have to say yes. Okay, and do we have a time frame of when that would what when that would look like, or when that would happen, or you can't really say that because sometimes what can happen is when I'm reading people's records and we're looking on what we call back in time, we look back and we say, okay, you are maybe supposed to give three years into that relationship. Um, a lot of people have contracts where they're in a relationship, they get married, they get together and they have a family, they raise a family and then all of a sudden they go, Amanda, what is, what's wrong with this? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with them? And I say, absolutely nothing. The contract was done and it was actually done two years ago. It's just that okay. we've been going through the motions and we didn't quite pay attention to the signals. So okay. you can't give a timeline. All you could do is say on the timeline, there is this. And then depending on your choices, because we all have personal will and we can't control that. Um, we just have to allow it to come through. But what we can do is open the doors and close the doors. So when you're ready to move on from a relationship, it's about doing it with dignity, grace, integrity, and being honest with that person and honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds good, Lindsay. Good luck. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Blessings. That was great. Um, one of the other things that I was wondering, too, Amanda, is, um, excuse me, <clears throat> do you, now, do you follow Ed, Edgar Casey's teachings at all? When I first um, started looking into the Akashic Records, I very much started looking at Edgar Casey's work in the way that he, first of all, was examining where the Akashic Records were. And then what I found with most things... When I'm, um, because I work in the realm of sacred books, one of my passions is to help people bring through their books. So what I've always been an advocate of is read what you need to know, but until you're ready or if, if it's something that you're really wanting to study or bring through yourself, bring through your work first and then see where you have the crosses over. And oh. there's one significant point that... I'm really glad I did with Edgar Casey's work is that I was on an Egypt journey and all of a sudden we were at the Sphinx and the Sphinx is at the bottom of the Pyramid Giza Plateau. We're on a, what I call a tour bus. There's 40 of us on this bus and I say, stop, please stop the bus. And I and two others, we get off the bus, we go and stand in front of the Sphinx. We have no idea what we're doing. We're just standing there <laughs> and we just feel this column of light. We feel this shift of energy. We get back on the bus. And after that, a lot of us began to have, um, the three of us had to really profound psychic awareness. When I reread Edgar Casey's work and I read the story about the, the volume of three people that would stand in front of the Sphinx and open the halls of a mentee, what I realized was I was one of them. So oh, wow. I did read it in the beginning, and then what happened was I missed a few chapters, and then I came back to his work. So it's been a little bit like he's one of the masters that I tune into when I need some clarity on something, but I wouldn't say I've read his books word for word. Um, that's great. That's, I, you know, I've always been a fan of him. 
Um, I've always been a fan of him as well, too. And um, <coughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm having a hard time breathing here. Um, yeah, he opened but the doors I, for us. I'm sorry? He, he opened the doors for us, and he gave a credibility to this subject, which is, I guess it's been really hidden. It's been left behind. Um, I'm a big, big fan of anything to do with Egypt, the culture, and the last pharaoh was um, that we really, really look at and we understand is Cleopatra the Seventh. That's the Cleopatra with Julius Caesar and Mark Anthony at the big movie time, and she was very, very protective about her library, the sacred library of Alexandria. And when it burned to the ground, there was this this sadness. And what I believe now is this surge in metaphysical books, surge in sacred books, people writing their own book and leaving their imprint through a book is very, very, um, it's just come to the top of the surface. And I think that's why a lot of people are stepping forward into that. These sacred books and these sacred teachings, they're all there. Edgar Cayce opened the door. He helped open the door to a mentee that we can bring these through from. Right, I know, and and I, I'm I've always been fascinated with his work, and so it's nice to know that people, you know, that you had a, you have a little background in that, and you've studied him a little bit. You know, it's too bad that he wasn't around to guide a lot of us, you know, <clears throat> in this day. But we can get a lot from his we can get a lot from his teachings. And um, oh, we have another caller on the line. Let's see, okay. we have we have Christine from New Hampshire calling in, and um, welcome, Christine. Thank you for having me on the show. Hi, Christine. It's Amanda here. Lovely to speak with you. Hi, Amanda. Nice to talk to you. Uh, I was calling in because I wanted some more information about, uh, obviously, about me. Um, I always seem to be stuck financially. You know, I I have a great job. I make great income, but it just never seems to be coming in as fast as I spend it. And I was wondering if maybe you had some information on that for me. Definitely. Definitely. Um, Let me just pull through from the oracle. But what I would say is often what we can find is that we have a vow of poverty somewhere in our Akashic records. Mm -hmm. Um, What I found was when I was working in Glastonbury, there were three key vows that people always seem to have coming up in time again. And I got the red light on one of those for you. Mm. One of those is... um, is the poverty, the chastity, and the obedience. Obviously, the chastity, it holds you back from the relationships that you really want, the passionate relationships. Obedience means we're always following the drum of someone else. But when you have a vow of poverty, what I'm seeing is, and I get, oh, what I get for you is it's, we're looking at 16th century. We're looking at um, a French place and space. We're looking at what I call more monastery. We're looking at more of a male lifetime. And what that would be is that was a very, very, what I call in that space and place, it was a very wealthy time because there were lots of merchants passing through this village that I'm seeing you in. And what would happen is they would leave food, they would leave supplies, they would leave, but they didn't often leave what we call gold coin. So it was very much a case of whatever came in with whatever went out. And because working and being part of that monastery, you weren't necessarily allowed to collect your own personal wealth or take in your own personal wealth, what would have happened would there would have been a written vow in that time that you would have done in a physical form and you would have said, I will 
you know, take the charity and I will extend the charity. But you never mm-hmm. took anything for yourself. So what I would say is in this lifetime, when you're working on your intentions or your affirmations, it's a case of everything that I bring in, I bring in more and with greater gratitude. And what this does is in your soul star chakra, which is the chakra above your head that holds keys and cords, removes vows, what it starts to do is it starts to increase the flow of those little coins. And sometimes you can start with 10%. So you give the universe sometimes numbers to work with. So then when you look at your bank balance at the end of the month, what you're looking for at is it may be $1,000 coming in and where you would have always probably been $100 um, short, you're now $100 over in credit. And it's about saying to the universe, okay, I'm in gratitude of more. I deserve more. Also, what I... I always tell people is when we're working on financial, I always take them through the lesson of Lakshmi. Lakshmi is the Hindu goddess of abundance. And a lot of people are very much devoted to her. They follow her. And some people chase her. What I always say is I tell them the story of Lakshmi. Lakshmi and Sarasvati were goddesses in Hindu states. When you pray to Sarasvati who is the goddess of creativity, of um, music, of the art. What then happens is Lakshmi comes to watch, she comes to follow. And when you're working with what I call those two kinds of energies, what then happens is the flow of abundance comes to you. And that's why sometimes finding that passion, finding that drive in your life, what you always see in those kind of people is they always seem to be financially taken care of. So there may be also something in your records, um, something about courage, something about um, clearing your space to allow something new to come through. Um, It may be that you look in your closet and you clear out a few things. I'm always great about clearing things into the next year because they're coming up to November. That may be starting to bring new energy, fresh energy through, abundant energy. That's the kind of words I would be using. And that's what will remove that kind of contract from that time. Excellent. Wow. Thanks, Amanda. I really appreciate that. That really resonated with me. That's fantastic. Thank you. I hope that helps you, Christine. Uh, Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your call in. Thank you. Excuse me. Um, We, um, I know we have a few minutes left too. Um, Amanda, I wondered if you could share with the listeners too, you know, so when you're getting the, this information, what's the difference between going into getting the Akashic records and the difference between getting psychic information? Is there a difference between what you're seeing? Not really, not really, because obviously in, if anyone has made a visit to Sedona, Arizona, you will know that there are some amazing psychics here. So. Sedona is really what I'm calling a metaphysical university. And one of the things that I've noticed with all of the psychics is that they're able to what they call tap into the zone. And what they're actually doing is tapping into the Akashic record. Now, the record is located in different sections, but most people are tapping into present life when they're getting a psychic reading. They're tapping into present life. This is what's going on for you now, and this is what's coming towards you in the next three months. Oh, the perfect. psychics that I teach take it to the next level when I show them how to navigate the different Akashic zones. Because sometimes we look at sorting out in this 
present life, but we don't necessarily go back into past lives. And we very rarely go into the life between lives. And one of my passions is actually teaching the Akashic Therapy Workshop with that. Oh, perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here with me. I know that you had a um, a time barrier here and you, you were only able to stay with me for two segments of the show. So I greatly appreciate you taking the time. And I, I know we had another caller and I apologize to that other caller. Um, we, we didn't have time to take your call. So I'm, I'm so sorry about that. If um, Again, if you want to reach Amanda... Um, she can be reached at www.amandaromania.com, and I greatly appreciate the time that you're that you took with us, Amanda, today to give us some so much information. I know that I knew a little bit about the Akashic records, but you definitely cleared things up for me, and you made things um, you, you made it clearer. So it, it was it was very informative, and um, now I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna I'm gonna get your book. I hadn't actually read it yet, and I'm gonna go out and buy. It's Akashic therapy, right? It is. You can find it on Amazon. It's Amazon. there as um, an ebook. It's there as a paperback. Um, and anyone can email me, Amanda at AmandaRomania.com. I'm happy to take questions. And very quickly, the caller that we missed, very yes. much any messages that are coming through or questions about some area of suppression in their life, trust and trust their inner voice. There's an inner voice that's ready to speak, so not to be afraid to speak. Oh, um, great. Sometimes they want to just give a message before we go. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for taking the time, Amanda. And, and um, thank you. I'll, I'll definitely be in touch with you shortly. And I, I greatly appreciate you having, you know, taking the time to be on my show. So it was a pleasure to have you on. Absolutely. Um, many, many blessings for the weekend. And we're through that equinox, that, that energy that we had yesterday. It was so amazing. Um, yeah. So I'm wishing blessings to everyone out there. We got through that eclipse. We so did. It was a great weekend. <laughs> Take care. Great. Thank you, Amanda. Um, and I'm actually, Christine, the last caller that was that just called in, was is actually um, a friend of mine. She's, um, she is actually was coming over to my house, to the studio here, to help me with my, with my throat, and she was going to give me some Reiki. So after the commercial break, we're actually going to be sitting down with her. Christine is from... Excuse me. Well, we'll come back in the commercial break and we'll talk with Christine. We'll talk about all the eclipse energy and the new moon energy that we had going on. So um, stay tuned and we'll be right back after this commercial break. Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Lisa Ouellette is honored to assist you as you move forward from imprisonment to empowerment. Individual intuitive sessions are available in person, by telephone, or via Skype. Visit www.lisawillette.com. While there, you can also find information about one-hour and half-hour Reiki sessions, life coaching, and tuning into your intuition classes. These classes will help you learn to trust your intuition and tune into yourself more easily. Mention that you heard about us on Empowering Your Soul and receive 10% off your next session. Visit lisawillette.com today. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. 
Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. Visionary. Be extraordinary. Be the change. This is the Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to Empowering Your Soul. To reach Lisa Willette, you may send an email to lisawillette at comcast.net. That's lisawillette at comcast.net. Now, back to Empowering Your Soul. Welcome back to Empowering Your Soul. I'm your host, Lisa Willette. Today is October 24th, and um, I was fortunate enough to have Dr. Amanda Dr. Amanda Romania here with us today talking about the Akashic Records. And as I said right before the commercial break, my good friend Christine from Good Vibrations Reiki was coming over to give me some Reiki because I've been really struggling with this cold for the last two weeks. So, and Christine can be reached at goodvibrationsreiki at outlook.com if anybody's looking to um, have some Reiki from her. So, before we talk with Christine, though, and she was one of the callers that called in, she was actually just pulling in as she called, um, I wanted to take a moment, and I usually do this in the beginning of the show, is to thank my last week's guest. I had Cherie Burlington, and we were talking about um, compassion and forgiveness after a tragic loss, and I had so much positive feedback about that show. I had a I had a woman contact me who um, had recently lost a baby, and she said that um, it was just a, it was a really great show. And um, you know, I reached out to her. She said that she got a lot of information, and she was very for, you know she could relate to that a lot. So I hope that anybody out there, if you had a tragic loss or if you had any loss at all, I you know I have I'm so sorry for the loss that you experienced. I hope that you were able to get something out of the show, and I know that Cherie is so passionate about what she talks about, and and I hope that I hope that it touched people in a way that um, was helpful because I, I definitely feel like she had some good information. So. Thank you again, Cherie, for last week. Thank you again, Amanda, for being on today. And I have Christine with me here. Welcome, Christine. Thank you for being here with me today. Thank you very much for having me today. (laughs) I appreciate you coming to give me Reiki (laughs) because I could clearly use some. (laughs) I've been trying really hard not to cough. (laughs) (laughs) We could all use a little Reiki. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So Christine Broadhead is here, as I was saying. Um, We're actually going to talk a little bit about the energy. I know Amanda touched base on it a little bit. We've had some, I know for people out there that follow energy, yesterday was the new moon on the solar eclipse. Wow, intense, intense energy. I I think for a lot of people, maybe this will, you know, maybe what I'm going to say is going to sound a little off to some people. Maybe it will resonate with you. I find the timing of my cold to be quite interesting because I've been struggling with this for about, I don't know, 13, 14 days now. It's It's been almost two weeks. Um, and it's funny because we just came out of the lunar eclipse. And the time between the lunar eclipse and the solar eclipse, a lot of times what happens during that energy time is when you start clearing, clearing what's no longer working for you. And I found it interesting that I came down with this intense, intense cold that seems to be clearing everything. You know, I'm starting to finally be on the mend as of yesterday when I, 
you know, what happens yesterday, we had the eclipse. Yeah, and coincidentally, the new, moon. The new yeah, we know there's no coincidences, yeah. but yes, the exactly. New moon. <laughs> so <laughs> I just find that interesting. I think that on some spiritual level, physically, I know I have an actual cold, but I think on a spiritual level, I feel like I've been clearing a lot of things that I've been working on. I don't think that's just you. No? Everybody that I talk to is going through some serious housekeeping in their own yeah. minds. And I think this energy has to help to promote this great clearing. You Have know? you been experiencing it too? Me, uh, very close friends of mine. Yeah. Everybody seems to be going through the same, just releasing old funk. I know. know? I, had, I had a client, I you know, just recently, me that they were experiencing something that had been bringing up to the forefront something that they didn't know how to deal with. And I said, well, you know, that happens a lot during the eclipse energy. Because, you know, I, I find... I, I sent out a newsletter um, to my clients the other day, and it was a it was about the new moon. And basically, <coughs> excuse me, um, I I, co- I copied this from Jan Spiller Astrology because I'm I'm always fascinated with you know what she has to say. She's really good about the moon energy, and what she says is that the um, the new moon combines with a solar eclipse. It's an especially potent window of opportunity for making wishes. So she's telling everybody, don't miss this opportunity to make wishes for goals you'd like to reach and experiences you'd like to have. During the time here, right now that Mercury is retrograde, take your time in compiling your wish list and check out how you feel about the wish before deciding whether or not to keep it on the page, on the paper, on the page. Because this new moon's in the sign of Scorpio, it's a powerful time for new beginnings and relationships that evoke your passion. So perhaps with a sexual partner or a business partner, things you may have wanted to happen in your life for a long time can begin easily manifesting through using the boost of this profound and potent new moon. And for success, your wishes must be handwritten on paper, and 10 wishes maximum are allowed on each power day. And the most potent time is the first eight hours after the exact time of the new moon, which was at 5.57 p.m. last night. So the potency continues, you know, to exist for another 12 hours, but it's weaker. So I would say if you're listening now, it hasn't even been a full 24 hours. If you're listening now, take Jan Spiller's advice. Um... And, and, and make those wishes and, you know, write them down. Ten power wishes. Did you do that, Christine? I absolutely did. And I'm not ashamed to stand outside and, and burn all those and just release them to the universe. So well, you don't want to burn on a new moon. You don't burn on the new moon. No, you only burn on I'm a full so moon. I'm so glad we had this conversation. <laughs> you write in a notebook on a new moon and you keep from month to month. You write down your wishes. Yeah, well, That's really funny because I keep them in a notebook so I remember what I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm doing it backwards. You're doing it both ways, right? Yeah. So yeah, you want to on a full moon, you want to um, burn and release to the universe that no, what no longer serves you. But on a new moon, you want to bring in what you want. So you want to write it down and state it. I keep a notebook specifically for new moon and new moon wishes. Thank goodness I'm yep. doing it both ways. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so for listeners out there, if you weren't sure, <laughs> but you did it anyway, so good for you. So I don't know if anybody else out there listening in has been experiencing the um, the same intense emotional energy, but it's been it's been crazy. It has been really crazy, and I think a lot of people look at Mercury in retrograde and it's a scary time. The power of the Moon is such a scary time, but if you harness it correctly, you can right. really use it to your favor. And you know we're coming out of it, and 
and you know, new moon, new beginnings, and it's a great time for everybody if they right. if they can embrace that energy and move forward with it. Yeah, and Amanda talked about this too. Do you did you notice it? I noticed it with my clients too. I had a more influx of clients. You know, when she was talking about the energy does that too. You know, brings more more clients to you, or or, or people just they're calling because they're struggling with things more. Have you noticed that in your Reiki practice? Uh, absolutely. I even have um, a, a group <coughs> that I'm a part of that does meditations and we're finding an influx of people coming in for those meditations right. because it's just calming and soothing and people are going through so much yeah so you I, people don't know how to how to handle the energy that's coming through it's it's actually bringing to the forefront things that they kind of wanted to maybe not acknowledge or maybe not deal with and and you don't really have a choice because when the energy comes it comes and and it's going to hit you square in the eye whether you're ready for it or not so I was talking with a friend of mine last Saturday and we were both having the same kind of day that we were just down in the dumps and it it was so unusual for the two of us because usually we're pretty up pretty positive positive yeah you are and we just had to look at each other and go what the heck is going on and then realize you know Maybe there is something a little bit more to this, you know, energy and this new moon coming than we really thought. So Yeah, it's a powerful time. I mean, the new moon alone, and, and they say a new moon always happens on a, um, a solar, no, is that right? A solar eclipse always happens on a new moon. So you won't get a solar eclipse when, without the new moon. But it's pretty powerful when they combine together, and especially during the Mercury retrograde period. I mean, you got all this energy. And Mercury retrograde is really, it's the planet of communication and it appears to be moving backwards. So you feel like, you know, you feel like you're not really sure if what you're saying is being heard right or, you know, there's always miscommunication. I I have a funny story. My mom, who... She didn't always believe in the Mercury retrograde um, <laughs> phenomenon. <laughs> she calls me and she says, listen, she says, my computer, it died and I'm having, pro-, you know, she's listing off all these things. She goes, when is this damn Mercury retrograde going to be over? <laughs> and I have to laugh. And now she kind of knows by what's going on in her household when Mercury's in retrograde. A lot of times she'll call me and she'll say, is Mercury in retrograde? Oh, um, my husband, the same thing. You know, he, he never believed in that, you know, he. He calls it all kinds of different names. You know, he just says, I don't believe in that. You know, it's, you know, energy is energy. It's whatever. And um, this Mercury in retrograde, he he came home from work one day and he says, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm having so many issues with so many people and having down days. He's like, what the heck? And I said, well, you know. Yeah. And and reminded him that, you know, Mercury can do these things to people. And now he's totally holding it accountable (laughs) (laughs) and changing the way that he approaches things. Well, and that's really what it's about. I mean, people have a bad connotation with it because usually computers crash and miscommunications. But it is a positive time as well, too. If you utilize the energy well, you you can plan for the next stage of your life during this time when communication might not be well, but you can actually start putting down plans of action to take you know to to move forward so you know absolutely agree with that we have some conversations that take place at our house and we said you know what why don't we just wait a little bit you know some upcoming things that we want to plan or do or uh, and and you just put those conversations off to the side until afterwards and 
make sure that you speak clearly and you you speak with what right. your intentions really are. And I think it's a good time to you know, and and like um and like Amanda said too, you know, she gave a lot of great information today. Clean out your closet. I think she was saying that she to you. Did. But this is a great time during a Mercury retrograde to clean out the things that that no longer serve us. I think a lot of people. I and it's funny the show I did on the on with the crystals. They said the same thing as well too. People don't realize it, but when you have an area of your house. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to be a hoarder, but if you have an area of your house that has a big pile up of stuff and you don't clean that or take care of it, you know, then energy gets stuck. Well, Amanda hit it right on the head because it's my closet. Yeah. (laughs) And she said, your closet. And I'm laughing because that has been the catch-all store all of where, you know, oh, someone's coming over and I throw it in my closet. Or um, if I actually went through my closet right now, probably 10% of the things in there I actually want to keep. Do you? And when you think about that, oh my gosh. That's not a big percentage. um, I may be treating my brain the same way, you know, so it's time for a little house clean. Yeah, I, I can apply that to my life as well, too. As, as I as I think to myself, I'm thinking of this particular room or this particular room. I'm thinking, yeah, I probably have some stale energy in my house as well too. And uh, I'm thinking of maybe maybe a nice fall house cleaning is in order, <laughs> energetically as well as physically. You know, do it all together. It's good for getting those cold it drops is. out of the house it too. Is, yeah. <laughs> well, I was opening the windows earlier today, so that's always a good thing. Get some fresh air in. Um, Excuse me. So that's interesting. I'm I'm glad that we're all on the same page with turmoil or flux. But I'm always happy to hear that there's we're not alone. It makes you feel better to know that when you're going through something, somebody else is going through the same thing. And I think we all need to adapt and overcome and and really learn how to handle these situations that are coming at us. So. Yeah. You know, treat that mercury next time like a little rubber ball and let it just bounce off you and pick it up and just keep moving. We're fortunate enough not to have it happen again in this year. The next one we have will be in 2015. So that's always a good thing. So. Um, so I hope that people listening in, Amanda, she was very informative in giving us information. I'm going to pick my, I'm going to shuffle the cards of the, the um, healing crystal cards that I started to use the last couple of weeks. And I apologize if you are a follower of mine on YouTube. I did not get around to doing my YouTube video because I was really, really sick, as I said. So I didn't get to that. I will be getting to that again this week. So please, if you're, I, I got some and I guess the memos from people saying, what happened? And I apologize for not posting that I didn't do it. So I'd love for you to follow me on the, my YouTube channel and listen to me on my radio page of my website, www.lisawillette.com. You can also call me for a session if you're interested. And as I've been shuffling here, I pulled the Angelite card, which is one of my favorite stones. It's a pretty light blue stone. It's um, it's about communication, higher self, and intuition. It affects the throat chakra, which I could probably use that right yeah. now, <laughs> the third eye, and the crown chakra. It's a beautiful, beautiful stone. I don't know if, you, if you've seen it or not. And the meaning of the Angelite is, I am in touch with the universe. So I think that's a great message. Um, it, you know, we all can we all can just kind of tune in and say to ourselves, do a meditation and kind of like tune in and say, I might be out of touch with a lot of things, but you can always, you know, click in with the universe. Do you agree with Christine? I 100% agree with yeah, that. It's a pretty, it's actually have the stone. Um, I pulled the card, but I actually have the stone in front of me as well, too. It is a really pretty stone. I, I sleep with this actual stone next to my pillow at night. So I just, I love the angels. I love connecting. So it's a great stone. Thank you, Spirit, for giving me that confirmation of that stone today. 
So <laughs> I always love confirmation. Um, next week, the show that I will be doing is Halloween. And October 31st is next week's show. I'm going to be doing psychic readings on the show. So if you're interested in calling in for a, um, you know, a quick psychic reading, I, will, I would love to have people call in. You can call in at 866-472-5794. And I'll try to get to as many quick calls as I can, like Amanda did today. She gave Akashic Record readings. I'll be doing quick psychic readings. So I'd love to have your energy, um, you know, I'd love to have people call in and connect with as many energetic souls as I can with that. So uh, at that note, I'm going to uh, say goodbye and uh, thank everybody for listening in. I'm so thankful to have all my guests today, Amanda, Romania, and Christine. Thank you for sharing this last uh, segment of the show with me. And now, now I'm excited to get some Reiki. I could really, truly <laughs> use it. So everybody have a great weekend and TGIF. Thank you for listening to Empowering Your Soul. Please be sure to join Lisa Willette for another engaging program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This week, stop feeling imprisoned and start being empowered. Empowered.